Hey, it's Dave. So Tesla drastically cut their prices on all their vehicles in the US a few days ago. And there's a lot of opinions going around. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? What does this mean for Tesla going forward? And what does it mean for Tesla's margins? And will the increased demand outweigh the negatives? First off, as usual, my thoughts are just my current thoughts at this moment, and they will change with more information. And I think there are several different angles we can look at this. So first, I don't think Tesla would lower prices unless they needed to meaning there are a lot of factors that are putting pressure on demand and not just for Tesla vehicles, but for other automakers as well. Used and new car prices have been coming down significantly over the past several months, and the big supply crunch in the auto market seems to have ended. On top of that, the Fed's rate hikes are putting pressure on car loans, making some people a bit more hesitant about buying a new car. And then there's probably the biggest factor, which is the threat of a looming recession that is causing people to think twice about large discretionary purchases. So we've got a softening demand at higher prices that Tesla was charging going into this year, and Tesla has adjusted accordingly. Another way to look at this is that Tesla wouldn't lower prices so drastically unless they could afford to. In other words, Tesla has a lot of factors that could be helping them lower the cost of building vehicles, and they're passing along those savings to customers. First, you have lower commodity costs. Then you have lower shipping and logistic costs. And then you have the ramping of Austin and Berlin factories, which allow Tesla to produce cars at a cheaper price. Along with this, you also have a potential battery production credit from the Inflation Reduction Act that Tesla could receive for producing batteries in the US. And the credit could be substantial, over $3,000 per vehicle. It's not 100% clear at this moment as to if Tesla will be receiving this entire credit themselves or if Panasonic will take some of it as well. But regardless, this is another big factor that allows Tesla to pass along savings to customers. The price increases over the past couple years now have come full circle, and we're now seeing Tesla offer prices in a similar ballpark as they were before the price increases. But there's a catch, and that's the $7,500 federal tax credit for EVs starting this year in the US. By lowering the price of the Model Y below $55,000, it's now eligible for the full $7,500 tax credit. So it's essentially bringing down the cost of a long range Model Y to the mid 40,000s, which is incredible. And a Model 3 standard range is in the mid or high 30,000s now with the tax credit. If Tesla wanted to, they still could offer a standard range Model Y and also a standard range Model Y with, let's say, real wheel drive if they wanted to as well. There's been a lot of work Tesla's put into getting to this place where they can lower the price of their vehicles to make them more accessible and affordable to more people. And this is where we're going to see how well Tesla has executed this year. If Tesla has kept their eye on the goal and is tracking towards significant cost improvements, then we'll likely see margins temporarily being impacted negatively, but over time recover. And that would be a shock to a lot of people who think that Tesla's days of high margins are over. And Tesla also has a few more things up their sleeves. The Cybertruck this year will be released and it has potential to be a high margin vehicle. Maybe not this year as it ramps, but next year as it reaches full production. And then Tesla is improving FSD, and this is the big wild card. If Tesla can continue to substantially improve FSD faster than the competition and reach a point where FSD becomes an almost essential option, then we can see FSD take rates increase, and that can lead to a substantial increase in margins. But Tesla needs to prove FSD can drive not just comparable to a human, but substantially better and safer than a human. And so again, this is where we're going to see if Tesla can execute or not. 
Overall, 2023 is shaping up to be a year of whether or not Tesla can prove their execution. Can they show substantial cost improvements to recover margins over time? Can they ramp Cybertruck successfully? Can they push forward FSD improvements quickly and reach true FSD capability? Overall, I think Tesla has the products that will give them a great chance. Their vehicles are best in class. It's hard for me to even point to a second place right now with EVs or FSD. But Tesla shouldn't rest on their laurels, but rather they need to step up their focus and urgency and keep pushing towards scaling volume driving down costs, and pushing their next-generation tech forward. And lastly, Tesla has their next-generation platform they're working on as well. I think this year they'll be wrapping up their design work and moving into production next year. This is just my guess. But we'll see if Tesla gives any guidance on this in their next earnings call, which is January 25th. On a personal note, I've been spending a lot of time lately building a language learning app and diving into the future of generative AI. Hopefully, I can share more about this in future episodes. Anyways, take care, and we'll see you guys in my next video. Thanks.